Hello, everyone, and welcome to another informative episode of the Florida Business Forum podcast. Let's open the Florida Business Forum floodgates and let the information begin to flow. Here's your Florida Business Forum information guru and anchorman, Sam Yates. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the Florida Business Forum. As you know, I have been traveling around the state spotlighting different organizations, different businesses, and here in Martin County in particular, because it is my home county, I've been taking a look at Republican leadership in local governmental operations. And the big question, why would you do that? Because I can, and because I think it's also important that our community, our county, and our leaders throughout the state know that we have people in in local offices that are making the right decisions, that are doing the things that are important for their constituents. So today, I have as my guest our county commissioner for District 3, Commissioner Jenkins. Welcome to the program. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. You know, you and I had the opportunity to chat a little bit before the program, so we know a little bit about one another. But for our audience, give us um, a little bit of your background and your history. Well, um, my family's been around for quite a while. Um, They started farming back in the late 20s and uh, actually moved to uh, the Jupiter area in the 30s. Um, I started out life uh, until I was six in Jupiter. And then um, my father had our business in Hope Sound, so we moved to Hope Sound when I was six. I currently reside in the same house I grew up in. So that's I that's amazing. I haven't gone very far. You know, I have to confess that uh, your district is one of my favorite districts, and the reason for that is during my early years in the broadcasting business and also being a, a local native, uh, there was a gentleman, Doc Myers. William Doc Myers, who was county commissioner for your district and went on to be with the, the House of Representatives for Florida and also the Florida Senate. And he and I became friends. And that meant that I got a lot of insight into the district and also at the state level when I would visit Tallahassee. But uh, we just became good friends. So I always kept in touch with your district. And I have to say that uh, he has to be smiling right now because he had some big shoes to fill. And I think you're doing a a damn good job of filling those shoes. Yeah, I actually grew up with his kids. I knew Doc very well. He was a uh, really interesting guy. Um, And he was good friends with my parents. Um, I, I, one of the things he bought a Pantera one time and (laughs) it was just a car. I've always had a, uh, immense uh whatever for but uh he he was really a a neat guy and and of course we recognize him today with many things in district three uh from our our park there to to just many other things as a recognition for a job well done one of the things that he did and i want to say it was back in the early 70s comprehensive land use plan Mm -hmm. and it was very important for where we are today in martin county our signature and that's something that you believe in as well. Absolutely. It served us very well um, and and set the foundation for uh, growth. Um, I, I have some concerns with uh, some preemptions that have been coming hard at us since around 2011 um, that are diminishing our abil- ability to govern on a local level. 
Um, and a lot of folks don't understand that. They, you know, why did you do that? Why did you do that? And, and they don't understand we don't have a choice. We're controlled by the legislature. So, yeah. I, I want to come back to that in just a moment because uh, that is something that I'm hearing all over the state about live local. So I'll right. come back to that. But uh, for your district, your district is huge. And, and I didn't realize when you're adding up all the other districts, it's larger than all of the others combined. Absolutely. We we have all of, all of uh, South County. We go from Jupiter Island, the most wealthy, to out in Indian Town, one of the most challenged, uh, all the way to the lake, and then at, at and about Indian Town to the lake. You go all the way north to St. Lucie County, so we're we're a huge L. So we have probably more cows than people, but uh, it is it's quite a challenge for Colleen and I to cover that whole um, that whole area. So now. As I take a look at uh, growth, we are growing westward, and uh, some are saying, please, no more westward sprawl. But uh, it it is also something that's inevitable. So there's got to be a a good, happy medium in there. Is that a fair statement? That that is a fair statement. And proper planning um, is vital, and especially today. Um, You know, if you look further south, they're full. Mm-hmm. They're full. Yep. You look north. Um, it's it's a nightmare a snarl. We're the only spot on the map that's still green. And if we don't do proper planning, um, we're going to be in trouble. Especially if Tallahassee preempts us more than they've already done it. So anybody that thinks that growth is not going to happen, um, I don't think is thinking it through. Uh, I heard the other day an astounding figure that, you know, it was a thousand people a day moving to Florida. Now it's like twelve hundred. Well, where are they going? I'm sure we're not going to grow at the rate that other counties that are inviting growth are. But we're going to get our fair share. And and the people that are coming here is changing the dynamics of our body of voters that elect our officials. So. You know, I'm sure back in the day, Palm Beach County was just like Martin County. We're going to keep our ag area safe. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. And now look at Palm Beach County. So unless we do some planning for the future of how we're going to grow, period, that is a fact. Um, and, and you know, I mean, we could probably have a whole another show completely on the rural lifestyle. But as you know, I was fully behind that. Mm-hmm. Um, that is good planning. It helps border our urban service boundary, and um, it it puts uh, mandatory open space and puts land in preservation for perpetuity, unlike Palm Beach County that has broken all of those. So in our situation, we have a third party, a not-for-profit land trust or Audubon or somebody that's recognized has to be on the title. So the only way that that can be broken is for that entity to agree, which is highly unlikely. So we're doing the best we can. So, yeah. And, and I, I certainly would like to take you up on coming back at some point in the future. And let's spend some time specifically on that. And uh, that leads right into the question, would you be willing to come back on the program again? Absolutely. I haven't had a person turn yeah, it down yet. Absolutely. So thank yeah. you for, for keeping my streak alive. Uh, live local. 
that uh, is something that, uh, from a, a standpoint of even last week, hearing it in the halls of Tallahassee, uh, some good and some bad things, but there is apparently no doubt that it's taking away a lot of the opportunities for our local governments to govern locally. Right. And it absolutely infuriates me. Um, we've all identified that we've got to do something about attainable housing, mm -hmm. right? So let's plan for it. Um, but to have it jammed down our throat. Yep. And, you know, so, so now it's commercial properties. To what happens when they say, you know what? That's not really working out. So let's let's let that go outside urban service boundaries into Agland. Well, exactly what our yep. biggest fear of what would happen in my district could happen. Right? You take a mile arc from the end of C Branch, let's say, out into to all these properties that we're talking. I hate to go back to rural lifestyle again, but all these properties mm -hmm. that we're talking about, mm -hmm. and now you can do a density of. Two units per acre inside that arc of a mile. I mean, come on, that's thousands and thousands and thousands of homes. You know, so I, I just, you know, it may work. I guess I can't in in my mind. I, I don't see it why it would work anywhere, but it may work in Dade County. That's not something Martin County. It's not how we operate. That's why we were elected is to make these decisions on our own. Commissioner, I have to tell you, I'm glad that you use the term attainable. Uh, I, for all transparency, am a member of the board of directors for the Gold Coast Builders Association. And we have as one of our tasks to look into attainable housing, but it can't be at the expense of services. It can't be at the expense of Who's going to pay for it? There's a lot of moving parts, so I'm, I'm glad that you're you're using that. And if there's an opportunity for us to uh, share any of our experts, any of our expertise, you know, feel free to to reach out, and uh, I, I want to be there for you. We we have. A, um, I'll just briefly touch on this. Mm -hmm. um, one of my passions is um, now. Um, land trusts, community land trusts. So we are in the process in the Banner Lake community as the first stepping stone developing the Martin County Land Trust. So I'm passionate about that because it's actual ownership where a family can build wealth and then move on to something better in the future. And then the next person that comes along, that house is still attainable because you're not reselling the dirt. You're not taking, you're not, you know, if you've got a grant to, to help with the construction costs, you're not taking that. The, the first owner, the second owner benefits from that. This is something that really makes sense. We have an opportunity because Banner Lake Club actually started that a little bit. That, and they're working under that. So we're actually forming a community land trust that would be a public-private partnership with Martin County and the community. Um, so it's just getting off the ground. We're getting our, letter, our articles of incorporation done as we speak. And uh, hopefully within the next six months, we'll actually be up and running with that. And that gets back to the leadership role that you're taking for your district. And that is looking ahead planning and preparing. And uh, I can tell you from around the state of Florida, that is a uh, increasing rarity 
it's uh, many times a knee jerk. And then uh, all of a sudden we see things booming, you know, with growth that, you know, some, and, I, and I'm going to, to transition here because I don't want to get on my soapbox, mm. but uh, transitioning to what we see coming into our county. Uh, one of my pet peeves is with business development that doesn't seem to be bringing anything in, but they sure are taking a lot of our dollars. But are we seeing a good return on what we want to come into our county from our business development folks? I, I am the commission liaison for the Business Development Board. I saw where it was when I first mm-hmm. was appointed. I would answer would be no. We've now transitioned into some leadership that has really a lot of experience with Joan and Pierre and her, yes. and all of their staff. They're doing an outstanding job. They've really got their feet under them and they're running at this point. And it's not about it's not all about it's not all about asking a company from out of state or whatever to come here. It's about supporting existing businesses that we have and helping them expand and helping them through the trials and tribulations of being in business. So it's retaining the businesses that we have. Yes. All right. Because I tell you, we've got some some huge marine and aviation um, industries right now that I'm sure Palm Beach and St. Lucie County would love. So it, their job, as much as anything else, is to make sure that those businesses can operate as efficiently and be able to expand as demand asks. And that's a good answer. I I think that uh, at a state level, for example, Enterprise Florida is probably uh, an iffy situation, depending on when our program, this program hits the airwaves. Uh, Enterprise Florida may not exist as we know it. Uh, One of the reasons that we may be having more people here, a lot of folks are telling me is we don't need people to be aware of us, they're aware of us post-COVID because mm-hmm. of what we are and how our government stayed open. So right. uh, I, I think that's a that's a very good answer, and I'm glad to know that you're on top of it. And also glad to hear the perspective of used to be no, it is yes now. Right, right. It was struggling before. Yeah. And, and we don't need to go into the problems <laughs> no. there. Um, as we talk about development, is water protecting our water uh, still a a must do priority wherever you are in the county? Absolutely, absolutely. In these large projects, they've got to bring a level of water improvement of mm-hmm. of water. Um, so, drawing from I'm thinking of this golf course um, apogee, right? Yes. So that that's bringing a huge amount of actual water purification to it they're drawn out of the c44 they're using the nutrients that are that are going out as cleaner than when it came in so uh it it that's yeah that's what it's all about and and you know keeping giving the ability for um for sewer rather than septics i mean that's that's huge you mentioned golf communities and and we have a a golf community that did get a passing vote uh from the commission, not a unanimous, but a passing vote. Uh, it's now the topic of a 28-page judge's ruling and likely to come back before uh, our entire commission. It's in your district. Some more detailed, without going into too many details, where that would jeopardize anything. Where do you think this will end up? It'll end up being done. Mm-hmm. So the challenge was overwhelmingly uh the judge overwhelmingly ruled in favor of the county 
there was so the claim of any victory there was I don't understand. Again, some folks trying to be relevant, I guess. But so the 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 only thing that was questioned or or stated that that would not comply is the community store, yep. which I found hilarious and extremely sad all on the same thing. So I attended a lot of the public outreach prior to them submitting for that project. So the people that weren't there that were programmed to be objectional before they walked in the door, the people there that had an open mind, one of their main concerns was traffic, right? So the developer decides that he's going to do something to keep Mr. So-and-so from having to run to the, his wife sending him to Publix and Hope Sound to pick up milk, eggs, or whatever that they could stay. Is it a commercial venture when it's only for the residents of that community? It's not open to the outside. So I, I think, you know, if you're going to claim you had a win, you won against something that was the biggest concern of the people that were, were actually had an open mind listening to the debate. So I, do you call that a win or do you call, I don't know what you call that. That's just silly. So I, I don't, you know, it'll be interesting to see where it goes from here. I think you and I share a philosophy about, and I'm, uh, I, I'll use your word silly, a philosophy about so many of these things that get into silliness mm-hmm. rather than um, to call it something else. And, and there's no shortage of that. So, um, you know, it's, hopefully it'll be people it'll trying change. to be relevant, I guess is what it is. Yep. That's just. Commissioner, anything that we should touch on before we wrap up here? I, I want to make sure that we cover things that are important to I, you. I would district. really look forward to actually having a discussion about the rural lifestyle. Mm-hmm. There is so much misinformation going around uh, about it. I mean, I mean, misinformation like. I'll give you an example. One hundred thirty thousand acres are affected. That could not be further from the truth. And I don't care how many times you say it. It's still not true. You know, it's four properties along Bridge Road and Hope Sound in, in Sutherland. It's, that's it. And it's two properties up uh, up near um, Western Palm City. Right. It's, what, is that 10, 12,000 acres at the most? And in writing, there it is right there. And I, I keep seeing this 130,000. I mean, that's just one example of, you know, and I, I'd love to have one of our growth management guys here, actually Clyde Doolin, mm-hmm. actually here. It would be wonderful if you would, uh, if you would do that. So I, I just, w- I will accept that challenge. And yeah. here's how we can do it uh, today for our audience. We're face to face. I'm sitting at uh, Commissioner Jenkins' desk uh, here in his office. And, uh, we have the capacity, thanks to Zoom and thanks to the way we put our podcast together to fill news voids of getting a bunch of folks together. Uh, you would be one, Clyde would be another. If if we can plan that out ahead to fit your schedule and participating party's schedule, I will make that happen with you. That'd be great. I'll but, make it happen on my end. All right. Yeah. It's it's vitally necessary. Again, going back to your original statement, we don't have any yeah. news outlets here anymore. And unfortunately, whoever gets hold of the conversation first, the rest is chasing. Whether the first conversation is even remotely accurate, yeah. you know, it's it's having been in the news business. Uh, one of the reasons I got out of the news business was the way it was changing. 
And being on the outside now, seeing how it further changed, it uh, called for me to step back into it in this capacity. So for our audience, we're going to do that. Uh, We're going to be back with Commissioner Harold Jenkins and others, and we're going to look at rural lifestyle because those of you in the audience do need to know truth. And disinformation be damned. You know, I'm going to do my part. I know others are in the community as well saying, enough of this. We're Mm -hmm. tired of it. Mm -hmm. And we're going to stand up and you have, our audience, have the right to hear what the truth is. Absolutely. Thank you. Unfortunately, we're led by people that have no other purpose in life than struggle to be relevant. And so that's their way, you know, and it just, it annoys me, but... uh, I want to thank you for being our guest today. And to our audience, we're going to have further conversations with Commissioner Harold Jenkins, Martin County Commissioner, District 3. Thank you all for joining us. Until our next episode, have a great day, everybody. The Florida Business Forum is dedicated to showcasing Florida businesses and CEOs of all sorts to promote their business or not-for-profit in the only business forum of its type in Florida. Thanks for tuning in, and remember, the Florida Business Forum is now accepting guest applications. Have a great day, everyone, and stay tuned for more business.